The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. And sometimes the amount of stories that make their way to us means that we simply can't cover everything that comes our way. But from time to time, a story just stays with me, and I feel compelled to share it with you and give you my thoughts. And now, one more thing. Okay, this one is going to be an interesting one. Um, We're going to talk about interracial relationships and our reactions to interracial relationships. So how this came about, um, I was reading an article in the Washington Post and it's elsewhere too. It's in Fox News, ABC. You can look it up yourself, but basically Katanji Brown Jackson's ancestors were enslaved. No surprise there. But I think critically, her husband's ancestors were slave owners. So um, the article goes on to make some points or the various articles. And I think the idea is just, it's just kind of interesting that these very different histories have come together to create uh, this family that's now among the most prominent families in the country. Um, And, you know, given this country's history, that's kind of miraculous, right? So this is kind of the point of these articles, at least the ones that I read. I want to read a quote um, from, uh, this came from Fox, uh, sorry, this came from the Washington Post. When John Green, believed to be an ancestor of Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson, got off a schooner from Trinidad in Charleston, South Carolina, he was immediately enslaved and dispatched to a plantation. According to family lore, 
when John Howland, the 10th great-grandfather of Jackson's husband, Patrick Jackson, disembarked the Mayflower at Plymouth, Massachusetts, he was given housing and several acres. So, again, that kind of illustrates the difference in how you were received by this country if you were black versus if you were white. Um, and, you know, there's the, the reason that I wanted to make this installment is because of the comments and people's reaction to this, to this article. Um, so, again, we're going to talk about our reaction to interracial relationships. First thing, everybody had a lot to say about um, this time in our country, slavery. And, you know, it, it, people were trying to say that there's like a sickness. There were comments talking about um, her, you know, s sleeping with Massa and that sort of stuff. And, you know, these these sort of silly responses, in my estimation, that's, that's all silly. It's nonsense. Um, the fact of the matter is that white people fought against slavery. And black people own slaves. Those are real truths. I, I will provide context, but first I, I want you to understand that those things happen. Now, for context, you know, black people owning slaves, own, own, they only owned slaves because that was the way that you were able to make money. Um, so that's what was governing this capitalistic society, uh, particularly in the South. And so if you wanted economic advancement and you were able to take advantage of what was available to you structurally in the society, then slavery was, you got you some slaves to do your work. So yes, black people owned slaves and then white people fought against slavery. Um, we celebrate our black heroes, but I've done more digging in recent years than I've ever done in my life. And I've done a lot of digging in my life. And I found that, and it just makes sense that there was a significant amount of white people that were abolitionists. Um, and so those two truths were also true. So for folks that were pushing back against um, Katanji Brown Jackson's um, relationship with her husband, I think that at least if those are the the points that you're using to either make fun of or argue some whatever point that you're trying to make, those are some terms that folks need to uh, to come to terms with. But there was another side of this. There were lots of comments saying that this is why we need, you know, black love. This is why, you know, uh, like all that sort of stuff. And, and the truth is I'm, I'm a big celebrator of black love. Um, I, I recognize that black women are the least married women in this country. And I believe it's Asian men who are the least married men. Um, I recognize that there are economic implications and on and on. I, you know, I listened to, I listened to, uh, Dr. Umar <laughs> And, uh, you know, he has some pretty strong opinions about that. I'll be honest, my opinions aren't nearly as extreme as his. My personal belief is that 
the greatest miracle of human existence is love. The greatest experience, the highest experience of that. Um, I believe that before I am a black man, I am a man, right? I behave as a man. I, I protect my family as a man would. Um, I provide for my family as a man would. And race comes after that, right? First thing is I'm a human. I'm alive. I have consciousness. So that before anything else, I'm not a dog. I'm not a bear. I'm a human. Then I'm a man. Then I'm a black man, right? So you, see, you understand the order of kind of self-identity. And again, um, my understanding of the world uh, that I live in that, and the experiences that I've had, I believe that love is, it's, it's just a remarkable thing to witness the birth of your child. You know, how that feeling when you're overwhelmed and the tears just come and you're happy. And that feeling of being love sick where you can't leave. But you have to, because you have to go to work, you know, but I, I got to get home. I got to get home to, you know, that feeling. Or to fall in love in the, in the traditional sense, like the romantic sense. You know, these are, these are like moments that punctuate your lifetime. And while I believe that it's important to center black love, for folks that find love where they find it, I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. And a lot of the comments, while they were intending to celebrate black love and kind of prop up black love, and this is why black love is so important, I think that they were kind of backhanded compliments and that they were kind of trying to suggest that Katanji Brown Jackson's relationship with her husband is based on uh, a history that she has not come to terms with. And, you know, my position is that if you're going to use the history of these two people's ancestors against each other, you're, you're missing out on the realization of what's possible. And my belief that, is that we should be able to pursue the right opportunity, live in the right neighborhood, go to the right school, go to the right hospital, you know, get the right job, etc. But you should also be able to love the right person. And love is not a simple thing. Well, it, it is and it isn't, but here's what I mean. Love, the biggest predictor of love, the biggest predictor of successful relationships, let's try to make it as scientific as we can, is distance. Who is close to you? Um, and this is assuming that, you know, there are available candidates approximately the same age range and sexual orientation and sex indeed, um, for, you know, you to be able to have a romantic relationship. But in addition to that, there's several levels of compatibility that a person might require in order to be able to feel like they're in love in order to be swept up in that moment. And scientifically speaking, race is nowhere on the list. Now I recognize again, there are definitely economic benefits. There are definitely, um, there, there are, there are things that 
that we as a people need to pay attention to. So my belief is that for the people who say, I don't date black women, that to me sounds corny, super corny. But for people that say, I definitely date black women, but I'm not opposed to dating someone else, that's a fair human statement to me. And so a lot of what I was seeing in response to this uh, article about, oh, she's sleeping with Massa and all that sort of stuff. I feel like this is the sort of conversation that we need to start having. And so those are my early thoughts. And now's the time to have the conversation. So I'd love to hear what you have to say. You can reach out to me using the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. Or of course, you can reach out to me on all social media at Ramses Ja. And uh, until I hear from you, peace. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I am your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.